0: Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey guys, it's Chelsea, and I'm here today with Lexi, Ryan, and Chris again, and Merry Christmas. It's September 25th, but we are talking about the Christmas story today. Um, a lot happening a lot of echoes of the Old Testament what stuck out to you guys today in the reading
1: yeah I think the echoes of the Old Testament struck me in a unique way usually when I read the Christmas story it's not right after we've gone through all the Old Testament and the prophets and I just saw so much like prophetic imagery I mean you've got people being, being filled with the spirit and giving prophetic words you've got kind of some of these strange symbols happening like somebody couldn't talk for a while then they could and you got this amazing thing about like a virgin giving birth to a son, which actually did happen in the Old Testament too, back in Isaiah. Um, but it's just, it's the the familiarity with the way that God had acted before and now how he's acting. I think um, it's definitely not something we're familiar with, but it's very common in all these prophetic echoes.
0: Yeah, I didn't even think about Ezekiel until you said that about, um, not being able to speak and then being able to speak again. I did not even think about that. But, yeah, that's happened before.
1: And the virgin giving birth, that was something that was prophesied back in Isaiah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a sign of Emmanuel, so it is linked to the birth of Christ. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of these Old Testament echoes. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine Joseph telling his friends,
2: like, yeah, it was the Holy Spirit for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like...
1: I'm sure somebody's tried. Just it. saying, I'm sure someone's tried it. And I think, I think we, uh, I think we underappreciate Joseph in the reading sometimes. I how many
0: times in the yeah in that time they're like, um, yeah, this is definitely the Messiah.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, Back guys. To the
0: conception. Messiah, no need for to sure. ask me any
2: questions. Definitely the Messiah. Joseph is a pretty amazing dude. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I, I'd say it jokingly, but like honestly, like the, the amount of support that he brings to the story, the amount of faith that he brings to the story, because honestly, the fact that he didn't turn and run, walking around and trying to explain to your family and crazy. friends, yeah. like, no, no, really, there was an angel in a dream, and and this is what's happening. Oh, and by the way, people don't believe that by default, he's guys. He's going to save his people from their sins. Yeah. Yeah. People don't normally hear that and say, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I believe you.
0: I think it's really interesting to go through, again, these Gospels and kind of as we're reading each each reference in the reading and picking out all those different audience things. So like Jesus, the Messiah in Matthew to the Jewish audience and Luke just pulling out the, the references to Gentiles, um, all those different things. I'm like having a good time pulling those things out.
3: Yeah. So uh, something that I was really reflecting on is just how um, Jesus is, you know, brought to the temple and the proper sacrifices take place. Um, with him being born, like any other uh, child being born. And it says in Luke 2 that the sacrifice was either a turtle dove or two pigeons, which is actually what people in that time frame that did not have a lot of money would give that sacrifice. Um, And just that picture of, like, the ultimate humility of Jesus being brought into this world, Mm -hmm. into a family that, you know, was, you know, not with a lot of money or middle class or whatever. And, you know, it says that like people would not recognize him as the Messiah. And he just took on ultimate. It was just ultimate humility. And also the fact that like Mary and Joseph knew that he was the Messiah and they followed the proper law and, even though he came to fulfill the law like he it's just cool picture to see yeah that he legitimately became human in every way and i just i just love that yeah i think all the all the references
0: to the holy spirit we're as we're entering the new testament we are beginning to see more and more of our trinitarian theology coming out of just we're gonna see god in his three persons over and over again the holy spirit plays a major role in all this whole story.
2: Yeah. So it's pretty cool that like Jesus really doesn't get any kind of special privilege. You would think that like God being brought into the world, like maybe it would be okay to skip the sacrifice. <laughs> like You <laughs> know, maybe. like maybe just be like, yeah, actually this I'm glad it's okay. Um, but you do see like a lot of real genuine humility. So it's an incredible picture of a uh, God choosing to become a man and being like humbly nothing like just mm-hmm. doing what everybody else did. He had to wait in line at the temple to be, Dedicated. It's crazy. Uh, like, like seriously, like, they're there just waiting no in line I like BID everybody line. else. It's yeah. crazy.
3: And, like, even, you know, when scripture says, like, Jesus did not consider himself equal with God. I just can't, fa- like, I can't grasp that scripture. Like, how <laughs> that I need humility in my life. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, even, even Mary, Mary and Joseph. Like, if, if you think right. about everything that they've experienced
1: leading up to this. And and they have to wait like everybody else. It's it's actually very crazy. They're just like <laughs> Although, that gave some great opportunity for some of these little uh, just random cool characters to pop up. Like yeah, Sam that's true. Yeah, that prophesy uh, who Jesus is. It's kind of just another witness. Yeah. to what he's doing, and they even they keep tying it back into the, the broader picture too, like. Where Simeon, you know, says this is not just, you know, about the Jewish Messiah coming, but he's going to be a light to reveal God to the nations, to the Gentiles. Mm -hmm. Um, How cool is that, that like from his birth, there are people that are getting the full picture Mm -hmm. of what's happening? Mm -hmm. Also, can you imagine being the other couples in line? Like, hey,
2: we're so happy we have little baby (laughs) Haziel. They're like, what's going on with that guy? (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) All right, guys. Seems like a good way to stop. Uh, so glad you listened to God's whole story. We'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow we're uh, going starting out in Matthew. So Wise men. We'll see you then. Bye. 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 Luke 1, starting in verse 39. A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea, to the town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting... Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of the Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. Mary responded, Oh, how my soul praises the Lord, how my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he took notice of his lowly servant girl, and from now on all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one is holy, and he has done great things for me. He shows mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and haughty ones. He has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful. For he made this promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months and then went back to her own home. When it was time for Elizabeth's baby to be born, she gave birth to a son. And when her neighbors and her relatives heard that the Lord had been very merciful to her, everyone rejoiced with her. When the baby was eight days old, they all came for the circumcision ceremony. They wanted to name him Zachariah after his father. But Elizabeth said, No, his name is John. What? they exclaimed. There is no one in all your family by that name. So they used gestures to ask the baby's father what he wanted to name him. He motioned for a writing tablet, and to everyone's surprise, he wrote, his name is John. Instantly, Zechariah could speak again, and he began praising God. Awe fell upon the whole neighborhood, and the news of what had happened spread throughout the Judean hills. Everyone who heard about it reflected on these events and asked, what will this child turn out to be? For the hand of the Lord was surely upon him in a special way. Then his father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and gave this prophecy. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has visited and redeemed his people. He has sent us a mighty Savior from the royal line of his servant David, just as he promised through his holy prophets long ago. Now we will be saved from our enemies and from all who hate us. He has been merciful to our ancestors by remembering his sacred covenant, the covenant he swore with an oath to our ancestor Abraham. We have been rescued from our enemies so we can serve God without fear, in holiness and righteousness for as long as we live. And you, my little son, will be called the prophet of the Most High, because you will prepare the way for the Lord. You will tell his people how to find salvation through forgiveness of their sins, because of God's tender mercy. In the morning light from heaven is about to break upon us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide us to the path of peace. John grew up and became strong in the Spirit, and he lived in the wilderness until he began his public ministry in Israel. Matthew 1, starting in verse 18. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph, but before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded, and took Mary as his wife. But he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born, and Joseph named him Jesus. Luke 2, starting in verse 1. At that time the Roman emperor Augustus decreed that the census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quinarius was the governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for the census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about the child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. Eight days later, when the baby was circumcised, he was named Jesus, the name given to him by the angel even before he was conceived. Then it was time for the purification offering as required by the law of Moses after the birth of a child. So his parents took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. The law of the Lord says, if a woman's first child is a boy, he must be dedicated to the Lord. So they offered the sacrifice required in the law of the Lord, either a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. At that time, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was righteous and devout and eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him and had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. That day the Spirit led him to the temple. So when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby Jesus to the Lord as the law required, Simeon was there. He took the child in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace, as you have promised. I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of your people Israel. Jesus' parents were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed him, and he said to Mary, the baby's mother, This child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall, and many others to rise. He has been sent as a sign from God, but many will oppose him. As a result, the deepest thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your very soul. Anna, a prophet, was also there in the temple. She was the daughter of Phanuel from the tribe of Asher. She was very old. Her husband died when they had been married only seven years. Then she lived as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but stayed there day and night worshiping God with fasting and prayer. She came along just as Simeon was talking with Mary and Joseph, and she began praising God. She talked about the child to everyone who had been waiting expectantly for God to rescue Jerusalem. When Jesus' parents had fulfilled all the requirements of the law of the Lord, they returned home to Nazareth in Galilee. There the child grew up healthy and strong. He was filled with wisdom, and God's favor was on him.